stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Um, this is interesting news, and I was curious if it was good or if it was bad. Uh, there's an article out of City Hall that they have put in a animal relief area uh, <laughs> down there at City Hall. And the reason why they've had to do it is because there are so many service animals that are working in around City Hall. Now, I see this as what an amazing place to be at in life where service animals are having that much impact on so many people continuing or getting back into the workplace and living that life. And I think everybody... Um, and there's not many people that dislike dogs, for sure. You're not supposed to pet the dogs. So I've got Laura Watermuck on the phone. Uh, Watermanic, sorry. Oh, Laura, I practiced that like a hundred times. No worries, no worries. Um, that, that must be a strange one. Do you hear some strange pronunciations of your word, of your last I name? I do. Sir? Yeah? I do. It's Watermanuck. It's not Watermanuck. that difficult, but I get a lot of variations. And I just <laughs> nod and smile with each one. It's not that difficult. Was that? Are you picking on me? <laughs> no, no, no oh. I wouldn't do that. All right, so Laura is, Laura is with the Pacific Assistance Dog Society Pads. You've seen mm-hmm. the dogs around. Your dogs wear the, the handsome blazer uh, when, yeah. when they're around. And, and um, is this a good thing or a bad thing that we've got to a point now where uh, offices and places like City Hall have to put in uh, uh, doggy toilets? Well, no, I, I, I do think it's great. What our industry has seen over the past, you know, 10, 20 years is tremendous growth in the different types of dogs that are being used to help people with disabilities gain greater independence. And now with that, you start to see our our government start to add addition, additional requirements for disability access, and this is just another offshoot from it. And um, we think it's great. It is great, right? How many dogs uh, and animals do we see or have we seen growth and change in? Well, there's uh, right now I'd say numbers would be difficult to tell, especially in Alberta, because a few years ago the um, um, Alberta government did a review and a revision of the Service Dog Act. And what they did was um, uh, implemented a application and a testing criteria. So those with um, dogs that are either by their own means of training or having somebody privately train their their service dog, they've acquired it from alternate means than from the regular schools that have been established for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they now have a mechanism to go and uh, have their dog tested. And if they meet the standards, then they have government certification. So with this new process, the province of Alberta is seeing many new individuals with their working dogs um, getting access rights. Yeah. So, so the numbers have greatly enhanced. Right. Now, is that an access to um, is that an access to the system, or more people getting active, or is that more people saying they need service dogs? Oh, it's a little bit all of the above. Yeah. So we've always the organizations um, under BC law and Alberta law, organizations that are accredited through Assistance Dogs International or International Guide Dog Federation. The dogs that are trained and certified through that means it's usually a two-year process before the dogs are trained and certified. Um, So because we're accredited, we have automatic access rights. The government recognizes our standard of training. Mm. But we're all charities. There is extensive wait lists for people that want to get a dog. So for some, they just feel that it's it's um, easier to go out and get their own dog and then work with a, a private trainer. Oh, has this turned to, into private enterprise now? I didn't know that. Well, to somewhat. They, you know, they're, the government is, is stating that this application process is similar to what 
our industry does, you know, proof of disability and uh, veterinary uh, soundness of the dog. And then the dog has to go through a public access test and training certification, which also includes um, looking at what the dogs are doing for skill set to um, support the person with a disability. Is this dog performing tasks that are meeting their needs as a disability and, and providing them a greater level of independence? And if so, then they have the possibility of getting this certification. Private enterprise, I, I don't know that you would call it that. Um, in BC, there's one testing body, which is actually an offshoot of the government. Um, it's called um, uh, the Justice Institute and the JI. They test police dogs and bomb dogs, security dogs. So we were fortunate that this model was in place. So the government just added the assistance dog onto um, that testing criteria. In Alberta, they didn't have that capability, so they've looked at qualified lists uh, for certifiers. So the province has trained different um, organizations to test service dogs. What's in the Alberta? Di- this is my, I just honestly don't know. We hear a lot about in the news about, um, you know, emotional service, uh, like animals and service yeah. dogs like is is the difference really just that the, the the certification and training no well the emotional support dogs that's a whole whole other category of dogs the dogs that the government is is looking for this model are are service dogs and they're there to mitigate a disability and perform specific tasks it's not um nice trained pets which is for the most part emotional support yeah and that falls under a different level of the law. Oh, okay. So, um, like a leader dog for the blind person, really? Yes. All right. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Well, like, is this becoming more and more? Are you having this conversation? Because here in Calgary, they've uh, opened up a uh, the puppy toilet. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And airports well, too. We're yeah. We're starting to see um, places of public access definitely identifying that this is a need. I I know that in uh, the airports there's. Um, points where you can get doggy doggy bags for your dogs. There's doggy relief areas. And uh, speaking from experience, um, having a dog and you're traveling, those areas are really needed and greatly appreciated. So it's nice to see the City Hall is now doing that as well. Uh, and I sense that there'll be more more following suit. Well, as long as it makes people succeed, um, I suppose that's pretty all right. It's kind of funny to think that doggies need a toilet at work. <laughs> it's a good place well, they to be. do. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Cross all four legs. Laura Watamanic, thank you so much for your time today uh, from PADS Pacific Assistance Dog Society. I appreciate the insight. Thank you. Already have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.